it's a beautiful day, and you are one of our wonderful listeners. Welcome back to Afucus Radio. I am Coconut Silver, one of your eternal hosts, and this is Blue Jay Midnight. Say hi, Blue. Happy relative time of day, fellow drink fans. No, no, absolutely not. We are not doing that. Our job is to answer the questions you're too afraid to ask. We apologize for suddenly going off air like that earlier. We had some electrical complications. Yes, someone decided to run the kettle, stovetop, and toaster all at the same time. I don't see what the problem was. It should all run fine. The heater is on. The oven is electric. We are podcasting. I still don't see the problem. Do you know how old this place is? Blue, there's a reason we live here. Together. It's because this crummy place with its garbage electrical wiring is the cheapest we could find, and neither one of us makes enough to afford to live alone. Ah, right. Just please don't do this again, okay? Yeah, okay. Hey, Coco, should we move on? Yeah. Today we have a question from a new listener. Or they will be soon. For various reasons, I'm sure they'd wish to remain anonymous. So let's give them a name. I mean, all of our listeners are technically anonymous, but okay. Let's call this kid, uh, I don't know, um, Clore? Is that anything? Clore? Yeah. So Clore. Really? Is that the best you can do? Does the name really matter? No, but Clore isn't a name. It isn't anything. Hey, next time you can give a wonderful ungendered sound that some might associate to be a name. Blue, this is a small baby child. How old is this kid? Is this legal? Should we be giving unsolicited advice to a minor? Uh, let's see. The file says this kid's... Oh, yikes. The kid's 19, so technically we're good. 19? Ooh, and they're already on Snap Focus? Isn't that the stuff Sammy was running out of? They shouldn't be taking this already. Definitely not the strong stuff. Clore doesn't have a choice. And if you would be quiet for a minute, I can tell you why, and you can stop jumping ahead and ruining it for everyone. Thank you. Who gave this child access to this medication? By Daintree, Coco. <sighs> so, Blue, tell me about Clor. Can do. Clor is 19. Finished up school and had to work around further study. A controversial thing to do, perhaps, but their mom is sick, and all their other family is working off-world, so they didn't really have much of a choice in the matter. But their performance wasn't good enough. At work or study? Study. They got kicked out, which meant they then had to move to working full-time. That was two years ago now, and not much has changed. The one thing that has is the medication. It was occasional at first. The doctor said to use it only on those dreaded crunch time shifts and no more than twice a week. But the crunch got worse. There were more and they lasted longer. Clore couldn't get the time off because all their leave and medical time was used to care for their mom on her truly rough days. How rough are we talking here? 
rough enough that Clore's mom ended up moving in with Clore because it was easier and it wasn't financially sustainable anymore to pay for the other house too. But their mom moved out a few months later when Clore's new stepdad scrounged up the cash to move her off world and live with him. So Clore's on their own now. Correct. And has no other family for support? Yep. So if taking care of mom isn't a problem anymore, what is? It's the meds. Clore's work got so out of hand that the pressure and stress and inability to take time off has meant that they're pretty much fully dependent on them to function. The issue is, it's new gen stuff. Ah, you mean the new gen that isn't sending stock to pharmacies? Yeah. And because they're having massive supply issues, Clore can't get their medication. Which, long story short, has meant that Clore no longer has a job. And in turn, that means no insurance and no housing. So... What should Clore and the other million people in this exact situation do about turning their life around? That's quite the tough question. I would say ask the family, but I know they're not in the best spot to deal with another mouth to feed or pay another housing fee or move someone off world. Get a job in fast food services? I think Clore would want a job with less stress. Surely they can do better than that. With no post-school study? Unlikely. Then, there's also the medication situation to consider. That's a particular problem many people would love a magical solution to. I don't know if there are many legitimate support services in any neck of the woods, let alone theirs. So... Maybe underground sources? I can't speak for you, but I sure haven't been looking through the dark web for medication lately. I can't imagine it would be cheap. That is also an excellent point. Oh, wait! I got it. So, Clore gets a job at the docks. Local, interplanetary, or intergalactic? Not local. Or maybe local, and work their way up to one of the others if they need to. Gotta be able to get off-world for this plan. Okay, go on. So you get a job at the docks, and then from there, you get a job on a ship. And you take over the ship and their shipment and start trading it on the dark side. Boom! Money and employment. So, your answer for Clore is mutiny and piracy? Sure is. Well, wonderful. That was quick. Let's move on to another question then. Oh, we should do the horoscopes first. Oh, silly ass. Can't believe we almost forgot those. And now, for today's horoscopes. Cancer, it sounds like you'll have a quiet week. Enjoy it. Leo, stay sharp. You never know what's around the corner. Scorpio, time for treasure. Go wild, as long as no one is watching. Keep an eye on the stars for inspiration. Virgo, maybe try sitting down and doing a nice puzzle. Capricorn, take a moment to celebrate your accomplishments. You deserve it. Sagittarius, by any other name it would smell as sweet, but by this name it sucks at combat. Make time to reconnect with yourself this week and learn some new skills. Aries, The stars heard that you learned something new this week. 
another happy for you. Pisces, keep an eye on the stomach market for the next little while. Anything could happen. Aquarius, a dream of yours has been put on hold. But don't worry, something will come along to kickstart it again. Libra, the stars think you should put off your passion project until you finished your actual work? We disagree. Taurus, your older sibling's birthday is coming up, in case you wanted to do something for that. Gemini, see if you can help out a friend. You might have the skills they can use. I think we have time to do a second question. What do you think, Blue? Oh, I have just the one. It's also related to Clore. Oh? Well, vaguely. Loosely. There are a few fraying connecting threads. Um, may I present to you... Simon? Yeah, Simon. Why the pause? Hush, you. Simon works for, you guessed it, New Gen Industries. It's an unremarkable job. Hardware management. He makes sure things are produced to a set standard by looking over the data from the previous day's production notes. He looks for anomalies, for the products that fall outside of the specified requirements. It's routine work, just like the rest of his life. And actually, do you want to do this one? I covered Clores. Okay, sure. morning, Simon wakes up at just before 3 Universal Standard Time, showers, dresses, and walks out the door with a mostly empty briefcase. He takes the three flights of stairs down the apartment because the elevator system is always crowded, especially on the second day of the week, and does the three-minute walk to the nearest transport station. There's a coffee shop there run by a mix of people both too young and too old for the business life. He orders a coffee, latte, two sugars, with an extra shot of caffeine on the days he knows he'll be working overtime, which is about two or three times a week, and a breakfast bagel. He consumes it all as he waits for the 3.4 transport that will take him on the 10-minute journey to the office block. By 3.5 UST, Simon is seated at his desk and checking the product review. Has this question got anything to do with his morning drinking habits? Because I do have a few suggestions. Like, I think he should start with adding an energy drink into- Okay, stop looking at me like that, I'll be quiet. Thank you. Some days, when he's out of the apartment earlier or knows there's going to be a lighter workload, he'll walk to work. It's a rare occasion and takes him three times as long, but he gets to have three-tenths of an hour all to himself. These sidewalks are practically empty, save for a few other workers who live close enough to walk or decided that, like him, they could afford to do so on that particular day. But that's not unusual. Today is the same until just after lunch. It's 50 minutes past five, and Simon is sitting at the back of his desk when there is a, um, let's call it a disturbance. I feel like an incident is a better description. Are you sure you don't want to do this? You keep interrupting. No, it's fine. I just want to voice my opinions. Fine. Anyway, no one likes calling it an incident. It looks bad in the company record. And the building. And the building. Anyway, it started when the final numbers of the latest product recall glitch out and wipe on him. 
erasing several weeks' worth of work. Oh, no! What system is he on? Looks like it's the store's 19.8 edition. I thought they fixed that. They did, but with the new update, they intentionally brought in new bugs that randomly wiped the system, the work save, and the local cloud sync to that station. What is the point of that? They released a new membership level of their security software to counter this bug, so it's purely a money thing. Like everything else. How unoriginal. Disgusting. Yeah, but I don't know how many people have actually gotten that membership level. The numbers haven't been released yet, and you know how this stuff goes. They always pay people to sign up to falsify the numbers and make them look better. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, my dude, Simon. Simon, right. Things have gotten worse, because as we all know, Nugen's been having some supply issues for the past several months. They're losing stock in transit and can't find it. And honestly, it's not in Simon's job description, but here he is dealing with it anyways. What he was working on until minutes ago was an attempt to track that stock and find out where it could have gone because apparently the stock department doesn't have time to deal with it and is refocusing their efforts on trying to fill supply orders. So this wipe has seriously set him back and probably put the whole company at risk or something big and corporate like that. Oh, so that's why he seems worried? No, I would say he's nervous. Is there really that much of a difference? Right now, probably not, because generally it looks different. His job is riding on the line here, so I can understand his intense amounts of stress. So what's Simon's question? How do you hunt down the corporation that set you back months worth of work and burn it to the ground? Because I can think of an ally or two he might be able to find among his co-workers. Uh, no. It's actually pretty simple and probably not his biggest concern right now. His question is, how does one obtain a better work-life balance with this type of situation? I mean... We all know that concept is absolute garbage anyway, so I would be inclined to say that you can't. Yes, I know, but we can at least attempt to offer a salute. Oh, no, that doesn't look good. Did he just collapse? Is he okay? Hang on. Call the paramedics. Hey, Coco? Uh, now. Who? Uh, yeah, okay, 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 medics. Uh, <clears throat> How's he doing? It's still not... Good. It's not getting worse, though. I don't know medical stuff. Uh, how has nobody else in this office noticed him yet? Look, I, I don't know, okay? You you know how office workers are absolutely useless unless it concerns themselves? Father, I'm gonna call in as well. Yeah, hello? Oh, I we're still alive, dude. Sorry, listeners. We'll be back after this. We're having some technical difficulties. Apologies for the inconvenience. While we sort ourselves out, please enjoy this pre-recorded- Blue, this is never going to air. I will die before I let this go to air. The building will collapse and the sun will collapse on itself before I let this go to air. Do you hear me? It will never see the light of day or night or any other time or no time. This recording you're doing will perish with the heat death of the universe. No one will ever know it existed. 
Fizzy milk serves one. This fizzy milk recipe is an old favorite of mine. It's perfect for those times when you're working late and you're supposed to be picking up something for your roommate on the way home, but you forgot what it was, and so you decide to just treat yourself instead. And it's so easy to make, you can do it on the go. My roommate refuses to drink anything I make, but this is one that they also hate a lot. It all started back when I was a kid, during those hot summer days. I would spend those long, liminal segments of unregulated time riding my hoverbike to every shop I could find and trying to hack their drink machines. You know, as you do. Kids, right? <laughs> anyway, there was one machine that was like the prize I wanted to win by the end of this summer. Something that is both normal to want and possible to achieve. This was the drink machine in the break room of the local Basil Mart. I know what you're thinking, but Cardinal 46209, the break room of a Basil Mart is never completely empty. There are so many employees in there. At least one manager at all times. It's a terrible place for trying to do a heist. And to that I say, yes, hence the challenge. Now, I wish I could tell you that I did this out of some youthful anti-capitalist revenge scheme to try and stick it to a way too wealthy megacorp CEO in the best way I knew how, but I was 12 and I didn't really know what that meant. I just really wanted to do a harmless little crime. Now that I'm in my and I know what I know, it seems like a fun little flex on Basil Mart's multi-million cred security system, but hey. So this drink machine, it wasn't anything fancy, of course not. Basil Mart doesn't get the absolute best for its employees, no, 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 no. That's reserved for the corporate office. This one was just a simple touchscreen where you select your drink, pay, and wait for it to pop out your filled cup. So here's where the scheming came in. You see, it wasn't just about getting it to pour a drink. Sure, I'd have to bypass the security system to even get it to pour without payment, but that's no different from what I'd already been doing all summer. The best part was always getting the drink and getting out unnoticed, so that would have to be part of the game, especially because the stakes were so high vis-a-vis -vis getting spotted. The other thing to note here is that even though this wasn't a fancy machine, it did have something that the others didn't. A built-in coffee maker. And how funny would it be if I could get it to pour a pop and a coffee at the same time? Obviously, there were different reservoirs for each thing in the machine, but I figured I could hack it. So step one, of course, was getting into the Bazelmart network so I could isolate the drink machine in the system. Easy. Once I had that figured out, it was all about getting around the commands in the machine. I won't bore you with the details, but blah, 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 I figured it out. It fought me, but I did eventually get it to pour three different pops and a coffee. Then it was just a matter of borrowing a Basil Mart vest and collecting my prize. No one even noticed. One manager even asked if I was going to their BBQ later in the week. It is incredibly easy to infiltrate a Basil Mart, turns out. But here's the twist. The coffee maker was out of coffee, so the only thing that made it into the cup from that side was the milk. And here's where the recipe comes in. 
what I ended up with was a blend of Cherry Zero Cola, 7x7 Up, and Moxie Blue Flavor with milk. Boy, howdy! I've tried it again with other pop combinations, though. Just by grabbing a carton of milk from any corner store, drinking half, and filling the rest back up at a drink machine. It's just as good! Don't be afraid to mix and match. Ingredients Half a carton of milk Equal parts, three pops of your choosing to taste. Directions Drink half a carton of milk or pour it out and save it for later. Fill up the rest with any three pops of your choosing or more. I'm not your dad. Close the carton and shake it gently for maximum flavor infusion. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for more recipes. Hey friends, are we friends? I've decided we are. Thanks for listening to Afucus Radio. This show is created by Gwen Geronimo, Aspen Steves, and Liesl Christensen. Today's episode, Metatechnical Difficulties, was written by Liesl Christensen and performed by Gwen Geronimo as Blue Jay Midnight and Aspen Steves as Coconut Silver. Original music was composed and performed by Tamara Steves. To get more information or find a transcript of this episode, visit our website, afucusradio.uwu.ai. Come talk to us on social media. We're Afucus Radio on Twitter and now Tumblr, too. You can even shoot us an email at afucusradio at gmail.com. We always love to hear from our listeners. As always, happy temporal assignment. Mm-hmm.